welcome to a special edition of Ten Drink Minimum. Uh, let me share it on Facebook here. I don't know. Before. Ten Drink Minimum. That was my Triple H version of Minimum. Let me well, share this real quick, though. Thank you for thank you for having me back. Yeah, a- it's a Chris and Billy edition of Ten Drink Minimum. No, I think this whole episode stemmed from like a conversation I had with one of my coworkers about crime here in DC. Yeah. And not to say that like like I'm trying to like say that DC isn't hard. Oh yeah, yeah. But there, were, there but there was definitely a story that the sh- like a uh, antidote really that was like, "Oh yeah, and then this happened and and they, they, their their car got broken into, and oh. they're like, ev- everyone was ga- holding their pearls, saying like, "Oh my god, your car got broken into." And you're like, "Who cares?" Like, yeah, I mean, and so it, with with that same breath, it was, I wanted to text. I texted you, and it was one of those things where like these people just are, are just so overwhelmed by their friend's car got broken into, and like that's, and I don't want to say it's nothing, right? But and it's one of those things like, oh, God, Chris, like, they're, you know, they're holding their pearls for this store they were holding. And everyone's just like, I can't believe that happened. Oh, my God, your car the, got broken into? This, 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 this city is going to hell, you know. Kind of, the, like, you say the car was stolen or was broken into? It was broken into. Oh, okay. You're all, you're all, they're all like, oh, my God, gasp. And then you're like, okay, did they take the car? Did they joyride it? Did they take a shit in it? Did they flip it and light it on fire? Did any of that happen? And they're like. No, no. Why would that happen? You go, uh, no reason. <laughs> you know, no reason. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely. I, I did feel some sympathy for them. I definitely felt like, oh my god, that that sucks. Yeah, that it happened, and it's it, in my mind like I, there's a lot of things I wish I could do for you, but at the same breath, I'm like, oh my god, like that that was it. And then then uh, when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh my god, Chris. I, I things I wanted to text you immediately yeah. about like things that I never I never told them that my car got stolen. <laughs> I, never to, I, I, I never told them about like property crime that happened to me. I just wanted to be them be there for yeah. them, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, and so then you were like, man, you remember all the crazy shit that happened to us at our old place on mm-hmm. Rosemont. I, I, I think it's it's a, it's a really bad comparison. I know DC does have its problems, yeah. But but I was just like, DC is like Disneyland compared to Albuquerque. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, so and it's funny because you you brought it up and I hadn't really thought about it. You were like, man, we lived, you know, because okay, so we lived in the Rosemont house. I figured it out. I got the timeline. Uh, the car from the movie The Other Guys. I don't know what they're talking. Oh, okay. So, um, oh, the, it's the uh, the something and the boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, that, oh, yeah. The uh, thanks for the thanks for the fuck shack, Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So you and I lived there. So I figured it out. We moved in January of two thousand and twelve. It was January first, like January first. Yeah. And I I moved into that house sight unseen. Yeah, we were like this is we need we need to get into this house. Yeah, and I'm like sure. I went and looked at I, it and I was like, hey, it's cool, and the landlord seemed pretty cool. Which yeah, you know, uh, no matter at any point during this story, are we going to say anything bad about the landlord or the house? Because neither were bad. 
Um, and the thing, and the thing is, like everyone talks shit about their landlords all yeah. the time. I can talk shit about my landlord right now, but our yeah. landlord at Rosemont's was the stellar. Dude. Stellar. His name was Sutter. I'm not gonna say his last name. I, he's probably watching. He was always like pretty awesome. He was always hey there he is. He he was always pretty awesome. And when anything happened, you know, we would tell him, and uh, good or bad, we'd tell him, and. So, you know, he, he always, you know, if anything broke, he fixed it. It was crazy. And there was some, you know, weird, there was like some weird, like, like while we lived there, the weird thing, one time I was just sitting in the living room and I heard glass crack, like just literally heard glass crack. And, you know, I start looking around the house and I'm just like, what in the shit was that? And near the back door, there's like this, uh, window that was like probably about five feet tall and about um you know six inches wide really thin and it just cracked and at first i was like well maybe something like someone threw a rock someone you know something flew out and hit it but there was no like you know when glass gets hit you see like an impact area and then everything fractures from that and it had just it just cracked uh, I think the house shifted a little and, uh, you know, but man called Sutter right away. Boom. Within like two days, like they had a new, you know, new glass in there. Uh, and then there was like one time, like I was leaving and next to the house where the kitchen was, um, like a one foot hole just dropped. Like mm-hmm. just the ground just sunk like a foot. And so I, I got to think like at, at some point the house, like sh- like the ground shifted and it may cracked it. No idea. But that was like the one weird thing, like the weird like house thing, like that happened. And man, like you know, our landlord was right on it. Yeah, both times. Amazing. And like and he, he would do things like he'd call and be like, "Hey, uh, they're gonna come and regravel the back area," or "Hey, they're gonna come and, and put up a new fence uh, between you and the the Napa." So so we moved in January first, uh, two thousand twelve. Um, to the right of us, like if you're, or to the, uh, to the west of us was a Napa auto mechanic shop. Yeah. And then a hair salon. A hair salon. And that was to the west of us. Yes. And so to the south of us Mm -hmm. was a bathhouse. Yeah. That we never went to. Never once. Not once in our, everybody's uh, like, how's that bathhouse? And I'm like, we've never walked inside. Never once. Then there was a gym across next door to it, also to the south. Never. No, it's not, no, it wasn't even a gym back then. No, it used to be like right. It was like some sort of like hip hop, yeah, artists. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like these guys lived in it, and like they would, uh, there would be like food trucks every once in a while, like out in front of our house, like just a uh, dia de, dia de las tacos would be outside on a Friday night, and you're just like, what the hell's going on? And then uh, you remember when, like, they muraled that whole fence, like, mm-hmm. between them and the bathhouse? And I think they lived there. Like, that was, like, the first six months we were there. Yeah. And then they, like, moved out. And then, like, nobody ever moved back in. And for, like, what, two years, two, three years? Yeah, I, w- I would say so. And then I think the landlord, like, let his son open a gym in there. And so that's when the gym happened. So, listeners, let's let's paint a picture. If you've ever been to Albuquerque, New Mexico, it's um, 
not necessarily downtown. So if we would yeah. like do, from our front door to say Launchpad took 20 minutes to walk. Right, right, so we, right, so right. We, so, so we lived in a place called Martinez Town, but there was also a subdivision of that called Santa Barbara. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And you like you're like the 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 genius of like geography. Oh yeah, yeah. You I, like I looked that shit up, and you like knew all the you know, and then like the McDonald's, McDonald's slash Circle K that was on the corner, mm-hmm. weirdly had the history of the neighborhood in the middle. Like it's oh some, yeah, like, like yeah. mud huts. Yeah, and yeah. It was it was it was. It was called uh, yeah. Dogtown at some point. Yeah. yeah. And it was weird. It was, it was weird to see the jo- see like the, I guess the um infrastructure of downtown at that point because yeah. central was there right, the right, entire right, time right and so it was people on off the, you know the beaten path and there was this little martinez town yeah. neighborhood and which now is like kind of like it, it used to be like a really thriving like industrial area mm-hmm. but all those places either burned down oh yeah or like mm. it's 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 a cute neighborhood yeah is what i'm saying and then and, and, that- and hella cheap yeah oh yeah we, uh, to, and then, like, no matter – here's the craziest thing. A lot of crazy things happen in the seven years and ten months that we lived there. And we didn't th- ever think it was crazy because it was so spread out. But if, you know – but if you tell people all the things, they're like, holy shit. Like, you know, where'd you live? Flint, Michigan? You know, you're like, no. Uh, you know, it, it, it was crazy. So we live there. We move in. And – um you know, we would walk, and it was crazy because we would walk downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was about a, a one point one mile, like one point two miles, kind of to where we would go, right? Yeah. And then near the end, it like it got to the point where we would never walk. Yeah, it's never. We thank God for Uber at that point. You know, <laughs> towards the end. Like I don't know how, like I don't know how, like we never got like shanked or like you know robbed anything. But like the the one time something did happen, like there's one time something did happen whenever I was walking by myself home. Um, I just remember, like I was walking and you know we were we were close to Marble Brewing, so I was walking through that neighborhood. I was walking down uh, First First Street, and I was looking at my phone, and I'm walking on the sidewalk. I'm I'm almost like totally in front of like across the street from Marble Brewing, and I'm looking at my phone. And uh, I know you know this story. I don't know if you remember it. But I look up. I hear something. I look up. And there is a skunk eating some garbage. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, uh, fuck. And I'm like 10 feet away from it. And it looks back at me. And it's like, are you going to take my garbage? I don't think so. <laughs> and it just starts running at me. And I fucking turn around and I run as fast as I can. And I, I go like the long way around marble and, 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 and come back on mountain. And that's the only time anything crazy ever happened when I was walking home. But, you know, <laughs> and the people are like, you ran from a skunk. I'm like, fuck yeah, I ran from a skunk, man. I'll always run from them. Not you. They come in the yard and you would play with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a baby skunk that was, you know, there. And I tried to feed it some sandwich meat, like bologna. <laughs> And it was like, thanks, I won't blast you. I don't know. I, I can't remember why, you know, it was our lives that yeah. we would go downtown and, like, make make, make make ourselves a fool. Yeah. And, like, go to shows. 
don't know, for some reason, I was walking down Edith one night home mm-hmm. from, from a show, you know, a little tipsy. And of course, our neighborhood, I don't know what they, they love about pit bulls, but everyone has a pit bull, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, right. And so one got out of the, um, you know, the, the front yard and he was like barking at me. I was like, oh, shit. Of course, like if I were sober, I'm like, oh God, this is. But for some reason, like I'm dying right now. Like I'm gonna like square up to this pit bull. No, no. And he and he just he just you know he he um the pit bull took a few steps back and like I pretty much just like walked at a fast pace by him. Yeah. Back home, and it was fine. Well, I just remember like so. I gotta think the 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 oldest memory I have of something crazy happening. So. In front of us, like we said, to the south of us was the was the the gym and the, the um, bathhouse. But then next door to the gym, there was like these. Uh, was it apartments or there was like a house? I want to say it was like a duplex. Yeah, it was. No, a, it yeah. was multiple. I don't know what it was. Multiple apartments, and then next door to us, to the east, was a house. Mm-hmm. From the rumors that we had heard, the own like Sutter owned our house. And in every house on the block other than that was owned by this older couple. Mm-hmm. That, and their granddaughter, and this is going to come back way later, the granddaughter lived in the house next door to us. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, wow, here's our neighbor who I think lived behind us, I believe. I don't know. Is this Daniel? Ch- Did, are you the guy that lived behind us when we first moved in there? I don't know if that's him or not. Because there was a guy named, I think there was a guy named Daniel there. Wasn't his name Daniel? I think his, was, his name was Daniel. Okay. Um, so anyway, the neighbors mm-hmm. to the. Um, oh look, yep, that was him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he had, what stories that guy has because he lived there before we did. Yeah, he lived in the back house. Back house. There was a house behind us to the north. Uh, Any. Anyway, ahead. so so. SK, the story is like the this older couple pretty much owned the block, right? Yeah, yeah, from what I understand. And then like kind of the kids would come and go as yeah. they wish because you know their 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 parents yeah. or grandparents own own the block. Yeah. And don't, well, don't, so don't, don't tell the, it, don't tell was, the crazy was, story yet. It was it was cra- it was it was crazy because they they see it was like a little small comedian on the street. Everyone kind of knew anybody, except they didn't know us. Like, yeah, we, we were the we, we were the the weirdos that pro- for them probably. Mm-hmm. I gotta assume, but then like, so the earliest memory, so the so the people who lived to the to the the east of us, they were a little gangster. I don't know what was going on there. It was a girl, her children, and uh, baby daddy, or boyfriend, or whoever. I just mm-hmm. remember, like, at one point, like, we saw him, and then the next month we saw him, and he'd lost, like, 40 or 50 pounds. Yeah. Like, he just dropped weight, like, insane amounts, and we were just like, holy shit. And, and it, we, were to- we're, we were totally normalized to yeah. the fact, like, okay, maybe there are tweakers. It's fine. But, like, you know, they, 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 they'd come in front of our house and say yeah. hello. Oh, yeah, they would, like, they would always walk by and ask us if we had cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, what was I going to say? Um. So then, like, one day we were in the house, and we hear, like, an altercation, right? I can't remember what instance this was. Oh, yeah. I'll, t- oh, I'll, I'll keep going. So we hear, like, yelling, and it's, like, right out in the front of our house, and we're like, uh, what the fuck is this? And I think we go in your room first, and we're, like, looking out the blinds, 
and like all cheesemoso style. Oh, yeah, like all like like got your fingers and you pull the blinds down a little mm-hmm. bit and we're like, what's going on here? <laughs> and it's the girl next door. It's boyfriend, baby daddy, whoever he is, and then whoever he is cheating on her with. And they're mm-hmm. all just fucking screaming outside. And uh, we're just like watching and we're just like, holy crap, you know, like right, right in front of our picket fence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if you if you're watching this, there's a white fence underneath the pictures right in front of this fence. So at some point, like they just keep screaming and yelling and going nuts. And you're like, fuck, I have to go to practice. Oh, and so right. so you go and you leave and you you go get in the van, and you drive away and you you couldn't have just turned the corner. When all of a sudden, the two women, like one of them just blasts the other one with a right hook right across the face. And it just, just like hits her and it, and it just like incites it all. And they just start taking turns and they're just blasting each other like right, left, right, left. It's like, it's like Mike Tyson's punch out video game. And they're just hitting each other. And I'm just like stunned. I'm like, holy shit. And then they like go to do the, the wrestler uh collar and elbow tie up but instead of like grabbing each other's you know collar and elbow they grab each other's hair you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and the girl who lives next door to us had definitely was stronger so she's got the other girl like by her hair and she's trying to ram her face into that white picket fence that you know you guys can see on there and she's like getting close like she's she's you know if that girl like you know the one that's that's getting you know her hair pulled if she would have like lost her strength, she'd had her head rammed like you know, like like a wrestler rams or other wrestler's head into the turnbuckle. She was gonna ram her head in the fence like that. So then, out of nowhere, the girl who's like, you know, getting beat, she goes, "All right, all right, if you let go of my hair, I'll leave." And and it just immediately like works. So, yeah. So yes, the girl, please. the the girl, our neighbor, lets go of her. So she turns and starts walking down the street. Um, actually, if you're looking at the house this way, or I'm sorry, this way, well, fuck that way. There you go. That way, uh, towards, uh, uh, Broadway, Broadway. And, uh, and our neighbor is what, like doing that straight up, like Albuquerque thing where she's like, like the, the girl's walking this way and she's, she's facing her side and yelling at her like, yeah, I told you, bitch. I told you I, I kick your ass and like, you know, sidestep walking down the street telling her how she kicked her ass and i'm just like holy shit and then you come home and i tell you the whole story and you're like why didn't you film it i was like i don't know i have no idea (laughs) i have no earthly idea and so then like randomly i don't know probably about once every one to two months like those people and the people across the street would get into a fight wouldn't you say like that not a fist fight but like a screaming match right back and forth I don't know what about. I don't know why they hate each other so much. So then the 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 crazy thing was is the bath the guy who owned the bathhouse. So this guy, let me let me explain the bathhouse. And I'm not going to say what place that is cuz I'm not going to blow him up. Anyway, the guy first of all their parking lot was never big is not big enough. So they have no parking. So they would use the parking lot um for the gym whenever the gym wasn't a gym yet. They would park. People would park in front of our house. Uh, sometimes people would park in front of our driveway. Quite annoying. But the guy was constantly who owned it was like constantly like working on it. 
Like he was outside, you know, trimming the bushes or cleaning up trash. Yeah, pulling and weeds. Pulling weeds. And so in the middle of the day, these people are like, fuck you and fuck you. Su- suck my blood. And he would come out and like tell them to shut up, you know, because like there's people at the <laughs> at the spa and they're trying to like relax and, you know, meditate. And then you have people just screaming and yelling out in the street, you know. And so that would happen about one to well once a month or one about every two months, maybe at the most. Yeah, the, at least, at least, right? Yeah, it's not. And the thing is, at that point, like I was pretty, I was worried about my living situation. Yeah, but this, this is maybe like two years in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come come come! Like six years in that place, like I was. Like Tom Hanks in the big, where like there's gunshots going outside. I'm sleeping like a baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you, I, 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 I would sleep like a baby in a way that yeah. like Billy, answer your phone. There's like a freaking like transient in our. <laughs> oh porch. yeah, oh, we'll, get, we'll get there. So there was one night that the the crazy neighbors, like him and his the the, the boyfriend and like his friend, were outside messing with a car, and they fired off a gunshot. It was like midnight, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. And I, oh man, like, boom! I, I hear it plain as day, and I'm like, oh shit! That you know, wasn't a, wasn't a mortar cannon, wasn't a car backfire, and that was a gun. So I'm like, so I pull my gun out from under the bed, and I'm like slowly creeping through the house, and you come out of your room, and I'm all, Shh, you know, and you're like, what are you doing? I was like, they're shooting off guns out there, and if uh, <laughs> they start firing into the house, you never know. And I look out the window, and they were just out there like just drinking and being stupid. And fired off a gun, like fools. But um, what other? So before we get, uh, you know, because there's there's some crazy. I mean, what what we kind of took for granted, you know. Um, like I would you, say, uh, I would say that definitely that I was completely desensitized to like yeah. gunshots and like oh yeah, crime. There's like that's <laughs> yeah. that. And, and it, it all stemmed from this conversation my coworkers having. I was like, oh, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say that their their concerns were invalid. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm laugh in their awesome. face. But then I texted you right away, like, oh yeah, these. Um. Oh. So then, so then, like, okay, in 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 a lot of the stuff we're gonna say in this story here, we don't know all the facts at all, and all all we know is we okay. So they found a guy at Walmart up in the Heights, and they'd cut off his head and his penis. Right? Yes. Everyone knows that story in Albuquerque or heard it when it came out, and everybody's like, whoa. Well, come to find out, like, I don't remember who found it. I think it was you, maybe me. I I don't know. But there's an article that someone wrote that somebody was doing that. to. to, It wasn't like a mafia hit or, or, you know, drug cartel hit or whatever. Someone was doing that to men between like the age of like thirty and forty-five, right? Yeah, who were homeless, homeless, homeless people, and we're like, oh wow, that sucks. And so we're reading the article about it, and they're talking about how they found like three or four other people like that, and we're like, oh wow, and like how no one's you know talking about this, and they sh- they had a map, and they show like all the different places that they found bodies. And one of them was literally like a block away from our house. Do you remember? That? Le- 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 so okay, so there's Broadway. Yeah. So we're in Rosemont and Broadway. 
so there's like this industrial building. I don't know what they do there, yeah. but that body was found like right across the street from us. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. And we're just like, Ugh. no idea. Had no idea. It was like, it was like, we're reading this article and it's like a month later after, um, oh yeah. It's a month after like this has happened. Uh, Daniel Chavez, who, who was our neighbor when we first moved in, I think we lived, we lived there probably about a year. I think once he moved. Uh, I remember when the warehouse across Broadway burned down, it was a document storage facility full of paper. That thing burned for like five days straight with the fire department spraying the whole time. I had a great view of the action from my bedroom upstairs. Holy crap. Oh, because he lived in the back house. Yeah, I remember when that happened too. And so when you drive down Broadway now, because those buildings were like almost like all one long building, and now there's just like a whole section that's gone because it burned. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but that but they found that homeless guy with his head cut off and his penis cut off. One of them, right there, right there, right in those parking lots, you know. And it was it was actually like when like ride sharing started to come thing. I was like, okay, we're never gonna walk oh, yeah. to even and dialogue. That, that that ended that ended our our ride. Yeah, our, yeah. Well, oh, so we should. Act, I didn't even think of that. So the other crazy thing about this house was. We lived uh, right off Broadway. If you went to the west, and you, you had to kind of do a little zigzag to go down Mountain Street. But if you went to the west, you cross across the tracks, and, it, and there's First Street. And First Street has Marble Brewing, Dialogue Brewing, Hollow Spirits. Um, what's that other one? Rio, Grand, Rio Bravo Brewing. Yeah, yeah. And... Where we lived, we didn't really get a lot of like heroin addicts or, or methadone addicts or transients. And the reason why I say it like that was because it, as soon as you cross that, that like we're on, like it's Broadway, railroad track, First Street. Once you cross those railroad tracks, it was pretty rough. Do you remember that? You, you remember how rough oh, it yeah. was? Well, on the corner there, that's that's yeah. where the the um, health care for the homeless place is. And There's the methadone the clinic. Me- yeah. Methadone clinic, yeah. yeah. And so I remember leaving my car at Dialogue because I'd been drinking, walking home at night, and I'm like, I feel fine. Like, I'm, I feel safe, all that. So then I wake up the next day to go pick up my car, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, Ugh. I'm more scared to walk during the day than I was, like, at night. And so there was, like, the, the railroad tracks were, like, this weird buffer of where people just didn't like come over to our side of, you know, the track. It was weird. I, you ever notice that? I noticed that. I actually have a theory about this, mm-hmm. only because of the chili connection. Oh yeah, you you can do the chili connection. Tell that whole thing. Okay, so we lived in Martinez Town, yeah, and there was like a small business like on the corner, like right across from the post office on Mountain Broadway. Yeah. And so I went in there like a couple times. Like I actually went there um, to buy like roasted chili because that's when Pro's Red's Market went out of business. Yeah. And so Steph and I went there to get some chili. It was really it was super hot. Oh I yeah, I remember you guys big, couldn't even hardly eat it. Yeah, we're, like the trees like tourists. They fucked us on that batch of green chili. But I actually went inside the place, and all it is is like some really bad produce and like some candles and like some ramen. Right. And so, so, so I'm thinking to myself, like, how does this place like even stay in business? Right. I mean, I'm sure they make a large chunk of their money from the the chili roasting that they do. But that's only like in the fall. Yeah. So for the rest of the year, 
Nobody's in the parking lot ever during the ever. day. Ever during the day. So like Chris, Chris and I um, so happen to be downtown pe- people, people, people of the of the scene. Yeah, as we say. Yeah, and then, then we come home like at two, three in the morning, and there'll be like Escalades, like Range Rovers, right Porsches, in the, in Porsches. The yeah, and we're like, like, what are what are they doing in there? Ford, real nice Ford, like F two fifties. Mm-hmm. So that was one of our theories. And the yeah. thing is we, look, we live right next to Albuquerque High, too. Yeah. And I, don't know, I guess there's nothing really like problematic about Albuquerque High. It just no. seemed like there was like a lot of youths. We never had we never had an issue with Albuquerque High. Every once in a while, like uh, you'd wake up early because the band would be playing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Jesus. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad. But yeah. um, let me see what else I have in my notes here. I mean, before we get to the real. Oh, the okay. So speaking of the Chili Connection, so right there on the corner of Broadway and Mountain was like this art this art gallery that I never got to go into, and then across the street was this like it looks like it used to be a store, but and they would always work on it, but no one ever bought it, no one ever put any businesses in there, and so those were like right there, so that mountain and Broadway was like, and I found this out later, I guess that, you know, late at night, Billy and I could like lay there in bed and hear car, like car racing. Yeah. You know? And I'm talking like, it sounded like whenever someone would, would, would drive down uh, uh, Broadway on a motorcycle, it sounded like an F1 race, like a race car. Yow! Like it, it sounded like that. And I've never seen more horrific crashes than my entire life than that that na- than that house. There were two times because we had the like the front door that like shuts the screen, and I'd be inside. It would be hot, so I'd just have the screen door shut, and I'm playing yeah. video games, and I would just hear like a car flipping down the street and smash into something, you know. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh god. And I remember one of the times I go out there in this big, like, like Ford, like uh, SUV was upside down, smashed into a school, like into a school bus, you know, and and, it, and the speed limit's 35. So there's, you know, so there's, I don't know how you flip a car multiple times and smash it into a school bus going 35 beyond me. Well, then. Twice, twice in the seven, like seven, almost eight years we lived there, someone, the first time, they smashed completely into the art gallery, taking out the streetlight. So the streetlight got taken out, the, the permanent streetlight got taken out twice, mm-hmm. right? And they smashed it into the building, and so they would come and put up a temporary streetlight. And the first temporary streetlight lasted until they put up the second permanent streetlight. So then the second time the permanent one gets smashed and taken out, they come back and they put a temporary streetlight again. That temporary streetlight got taken out twice as well. Do you remember that? Like we yeah. come outside and, it, and like a card hit it and it's like laying on the ground and like like a whole big like you know, red, yellow, green street light completely smashed to the ground. And you're just like, holy fuck, man. And 
then I remember like one time I came home for lunch when I worked at Computer Corner, and this was middle of the day, and uh, you know the the industrial warehouse, you know, the things we're talking about. Daniel was like standing on fire. There's a there was a, a metal fence where it had like the um, the little metal things at the top so you, you don't climb over, you know. And yeah, there yeah. was a Camaro up on the fence. <laughs> and I'm just like, how the fuck does that happen in the middle of the day? And, uh, you know, the amount of, of car wrecks. But then someone told me, like, literally the last year we were there, that Broadway is part of a, 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 a racetrack, like an illegal racetrack. Really? Yeah. They, they, they fly down I-25. They get off on... Um, Shit, uh, Lomas. I'm okay. Uh, maybe. I thought it was the the exit to Mountain, and then they fly down Mountain, turn right, fly back down Broadway to Candelaria or wherever the you know, and then it's just a circuit, you know, that someone has mapped out. Huh. And I believe it because Jesus, man. Oh the, yeah. The car racing that was going on was insane. And the amount of car wrecks that happened in that, that intersection, unbelievable. Like, it, 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 if you drive down there during the day, like, there's so much traffic, you can't imagine there being, like, car wrecks because it's so slow. But yeah. cars flipped, cars totaled, you know, smashing streetlights. Unbelievable. It was just crazy, crazy. Um, fuck, what else, what else did you bring up here? Let me, let me pull up your, your text. There's a lot of things like I had um, like a friend on Facebook who I've been friends with and seen with yeah. for many years. And she's like, oh, I'm sleeping in a park. It's like she posted on Facebook. It's like, well, just come stay here. It's fine. Oh, yeah. And then she ends up coming and say, hey, Chris, like my friend's going to sleep on the couch tonight. Just like letting you know. <laughs> yeah. He- he- heads up. And then it was fine until the next day when I found out, find out like she had like OD'd or something. Oh. And it was at UNM. And then so she had my phone number at that point and would just show up at our house sporadically. She's like, mm-hmm. Billy, I need a ride. Oh, yeah. And like she left her jacket like at our house and it was gross. Uh-huh. And I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like we'd be hanging out and then like for some like this really person, obviously high on drugs, was like, Where's Billy? Oh, yeah. She was like yelling at me through the door and I'm like, I don't know who you are. Get away from the house. <laughs> I'll have you arrested. I remember you coming home and saying, hey, my friend uh, is going to be sleeping on the couch tonight, just so you know. And you're like, cool, cool, whatever. And after that, and anytime, I, anytime you were like, my friend's going to stay around. And I was like, what friend? After her. <laughs> uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think because, uh, we, you know, I have a lot more. I just, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, build up to the um, create. Oh, so then our, our friend Simo, she crashed out our house one night and – Someone reached through your window and stole the cell phone, her cell phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was so freaking weird. Like, I don't know where your phone is. Like, I don't yeah. know who would have, who would have, but the thing is, uh, it was in my room. Yeah. And so she had the door, the, the window was open. Yeah. And so they cut through the screen. Yeah. And picked her phone up right. off my window seal. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I had that one written down. Um, Let's see. Okay. So then the car crash. Okay. So then um, there's a night. So then what? You want to tell the the van the van story? 
I'll tell the van story. Okay. So one night I was having a time. I go downtown. It was great. And it was fun of the time. I was like, I'm not going to um, drive home. I'm going to take an Uber. You know, it's one of those things where like, oh, God, I'm pretty fucked up right now. Like, it's the bar, like, closing down the bar. And so I take an Uber home. And the thing is, that's the last thing I remember. And so I wake up and my phone's gone. My piggy bank's gone. I have a small little um, um, like mixer that I use for like live shows. That's that's missing. And then I was like, oh shit, that's fucked up. Like, and they obviously they tried to take my guitar, but like they they, they fumbled it. You know? Was I and there? So I, was I at home? I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know where you were. I think I all was. I, like, I was sleeping. All, all I know is that like I need to go to work, and I worked at one o'clock that day, and yeah. so I get get up. And go to my car, and like my car is not in the driveway. All right, right it's all right. gone. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, what happened? And so, luckily, I had a like one of those things where I try to like find my phone through like find my iPhone like yeah. through GPS. Phone's totally gone. And here's the weird thing: is that I they recovered the van three days later. Like your friend found it. My friend found it, yeah. And it's like, this is your van, right? So you're, you're yeah. leaving out the whole, like, so what happened is you can't, you, you took the Uber home, you unlocked the front door and came in, but you left your keys in the front door. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. But the thing is, like, when they recovered the van, like, they had looked like they tried to... Um, uh, hotwire you know, it. Hotwire, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, why would they, if they had the keys? So I'm thinking maybe... At the same night, there were just two separate types of criminals. Right. Like, oh, my God. Well, so well, there's also another part. So, okay. So they stole your van and, like, you know, you're like, oh, they, they'll probably find it. So what happened <clears> – <throat> so the story about your van, you had this old – was it – it wasn't Dodge. It was, like, Plymouth, right? Yeah, Plymouth Voyager, yeah. Plymouth Voyager. And, like, that van – like, I don't, how much money did you get for that selling it at the junkyard? Uh, when I left for DC, yeah. uh, I got two hundred and fifty dollars for it. That's two hundred and forty nine more dollars than you should probably should have got for it. <laughs> it still ran. So this this van that Billy has, the windshield wipers, the the motor the motor burned out and they were like straight up, like they just sat like there. He would you would spray your windshield with like uh, Rain-X mm-hmm. when it rained, and so the big thing though, like the van ran, it was it was uh, a point from point A to point B vehicle. Like the the door panels on the inside were completely gone on the right side, and you'd have to like kind of like jimmy it open. And the big thing though was your alternator would like burn up the wire connected yeah. to, the, to the the battery, right? To the, to the battery, yeah. And so what that meant is that you always had to keep keep an eye on it. Like there was definitely some like voltage <laughs> issue to where like <laughs> I, I I would I would hook up the the cable. From the alternator to the battery, yeah, with these with these like um, clamps, yeah. Oh, you had it and down, like you had it down, yeah. I had it down, and so like sometimes, like after like three or four years, I would have to switch out the alternator for like because it would burn away the bolts yeah. that actually took took in the uh, yeah the electricity. And so what happened when they stole my van from from Rosemont yeah. is that they didn't know like <laughs> what what happened is like. The cable burnt off, and, and, it, and, and it wouldn't go. Yeah, 
they're like, oh shit, I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do like with this. Like I don't, yeah. I have no idea. And so they just abandoned it. Yeah, and then your friend saw it. Yeah, you're like, hey Billy, I think I saw your van by this gas station. And it was and it. Thank God, thank God for that van flaw because otherwise it would have been, <laughs> you know. And then you just went and like replaced the cable, drove it home, right? Yeah, pretty much. Sutter wants you to talk about the upholstery. I don't think there was upholstery. No idea. Um, I knew that there was definitely like, um, like an issue with a. Actually, there was nothing wrong with the house, yeah. other than like the, the the carpet would get wet when it rained. Oh no, I'm talking about the some of the upholstery of your van. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, so, so basically. Somebody saw I don't know if they saw you walk through walk in, but so somebody basically walked in our house, saw you passed out, stole your phone, stole your piggy bank, stole your uh thing, and then walked right out and stole your van. Yeah. I have to think they had the keys because like they other, otherwise why didn't they just try to steal my car and hotwire it? I don't know. I yeah, don't know either. No idea. Crazy. So that happened. That was mm-hmm. one of the things that happened. Um, um, I remember, God, like like I said, it's one of those things where I would just when something happens outside of our house, like I, I, I don't engage. I just yeah. guessing like this is just how how the world is. You know? Right, 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 right. With that being said, um, I wake up with you like Billy. What what's going fuck? on? Well, you want to tell <laughs> that one, or you want me to tell the other story that happened before that? Well, there's two of them. I'm thinking. Are you talking about the the, the people? Um, with in, in in the car in front of the bathhouse. With, oh shit! With the, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, like when when the, like, I could not get any sleep because. Oh yeah! Police. Fuck! I completely forgot about that. So yeah, you like I hear it, you hear it. It's like was it a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning? I don't remember, but all I know is like I can't get any sleep because the cops are like, "We are the Albuquerque police. Please step out of the car. We are the Albuquerque police," and like they, they just would not leave their car. Yeah. So yeah, so like right in front of the bathhouse, these people are in a car, and and, and they almost like it looks like they have the seat like uh, laid all, like like all the way back, like they're laying down almost. Mm-hmm. And like I think like at first I thought like they were just taking a nap, and the police are pulled up behind them, and they have the the loudspeaker going. This is the police. Please get out of the vehicle with your hands up. And and like, do not cause a situation or something like it, in in they in that went on for like almost two hours, right? Yeah. And I was just like, at first, I'm. It was here's how desensitized we got. At first, I'm like, oh shit, are they like? Is you know, because this is Albuquerque. I understand like what happens in the rest of the world, but here, the cops will shoot anybody. They will. It has happened. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, like you, you, it's not it's not crazy in Albuquerque to drive, like, like be driving home from work and all, everything's blocked because there's a SWAT situation. And they got the SWAT van out and someone's held up in their house and they've got, like, eight dudes with machine guns outside ready to go in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, oh, shit, our neighborhood's about to turn into, like, a SWAT situation. And they're going to block off the neighborhood and they're going to rain bullets into this car. Like, that's what I'm thinking. And, you know, it's almost in front of our house. It's, it's like kind of catty corner. Like, it was kind of in front of your room a little bit, right? 
Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, man, should we move to the back of the house in case they start firing bullets and, you know, they deflect into our house or they're not good at <laughs> shooting. You know, they're just just peppering the car with machine gun bullets. And th- these are things that, like, I had to think about. And literally into the second hour, I'm like, you know, uh, they're not getting out of the car, dude. You know, I want to go, hey, I don't think they're getting out. You know, I was about ready to go out and be like, you know, talk to the cops and be like, eh, I don't think they're going to get out of the car, bro. <laughs> um, and, okay, so then there was one time waking up to like, why don't you answer your phone? I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oh, man. Oh, let, I, hold on. Let's tell the, let's tell the, the grandma story first because this is in kind of the order. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, chronological. So, all right. So, so I... I wake up. Okay. And I see a bunch of cops in front of our house. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. And the thing is, um, it's uh, the, the, the entire street's blocked off. Yeah. I, I, can't go, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. And so I text you. It's like, hey, I don't think you'd be able to get back into the house. Yeah, I, I get a message. And- like, it's near the end of the day. And you're, and, and you're being, like, super courteous. You're like, hey, when you come home, you're going to have to come the back way. The cops have the street blocked off, so you can't get uh, home the normal way. And I'm like, oh, all right. And, you know, me living there, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly the back way. <laughs> and so I, I, I do exactly that. I drive the back way. And you have no idea at this point what's going on. Yeah, I just know there's yeah. shit tons shit tons shit of, tons cops of cops. And- yeah. And, and actually, I don't even know how, like, if you were home, I have no idea how you didn't know what was going on. But, like, I, I pull up, to, you know, I keep, like, they're blocking the driveway completely. And uh, I pull up in the front of the house, shock, like, and that was a shocker because almost always someone who worked at that bathhouse would park right in front of our house. So we couldn't actually park in front of our house. <laughs> it used to drive me insane. But I, it's open. I was like, oh, shit. I, I'm not going to have to park down the street and walk to my house. So I pull up in front of the house, and I get out of the, the, the SUV, and I walk around the back, and I'm just trying to, like, ignore the police. And I see in my peripheral, the one is, like, coming towards me. And he says the words that I just really don't want to hear. Uh, excuse me. Do you live here? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, can I talk to you for a second? And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And he goes, well, and and here's the weird thing. When people think about the police, they, they almost like portray them in movies and stuff. Like if someone like from the public asks a question that the police are like, oh, that's none of your concern. They're not like that at all. No way. So, like, <laughs> I walk up, and, he, and he's like, um, we had a situation over here in front of your house. He's like, your neighbor over here stabbed her grandma 13 times in the neck right over here in front of your house. And he points, like, he starts pointing at the blood. And I'm not, in, our, in, in our driveway. In our driveway and on the fence. And when I say blood, because I know you heard stabbed in the neck. You're thinking like there's, you know, how did you miss the blood? It, it was really not a lot of blood, like about this much on the driveway 
and then some little splatters on the fence. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, if she stabbed her in the neck, she missed all the major arteries because there would have been a shitload of blood. And there wasn't. There was not. And he's like, uh, Grandma's okay. She's in the hospital. Uh, we've arrested the, the daughter and uh, have her detained. And, uh, but that's the situation going forward. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking in my mind, Grandma's in the hospital. Grandma's okay. Daughter, who, who, since we've lived there, has caused us nothing but, like, craziness, mm-hmm. is in jail. Awesome. Right? So I go in the house, and I tell Billy, uh, Billy, they sent me in to get you. Uh, they're afraid to come into the house. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, just kidding. And I'm like, just kidding. The neighbor, this is how this were. I'm like, just kidding. Crazy neighbor stabbed grandma in the neck for $20, like, 13 times. Keep in mind, at this moment, Grandma is in the hospital, and I think she's okay. Didn't know. So then all the cops leave, right? And so uh, the neighbor comes home, and I'm like, well, I better tell him what happened, you know, just you know, so he knows. So I stop him, and, you know, we really didn't talk that often, but I was like, I'm going to stop him and talk to him. So I tell him everything I just said, and he goes, uh, I'm missing out. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I wonder if that's the knife that's in my trash can. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, there's a knife in my trash can. And I'm thinking like, well, how did you see that? Well, we go back there and his trash is empty, except for like a little pool of water and a steak knife with blood all over it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so the, the girl stabbed grandma with a steak knife for 20 bucks, 13 times in the neck, goes running back behind our house, throws it in, in the neighbor's trash behind us. So I call the, so I call 242 cops, and I'm like, hey, um, you know, there was an incident earlier in front of this residence, um, and I think we found the weapon that was used and I'm immediately thinking I'm going to get like flack, you know, like, yeah, how do you know? Nope. They, they're like, Oh, we'll send out an officer. And they send out a guy and to guard it till the CSIs got there. Right. Isn't that what it was? And like, yeah, you, and, and then you were like, you were like taking pictures of me cause I was out there talking to the police. Yeah. Cause you never talked to police. Mm-mm. Well, I never talk to the police nicely, is what you probably should say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually like getting pissed and like we're yelling at each other. Anyway, he was actually really nice, and uh, he told me about like we were talking about like drug fronts, and he told me that like all the barbershops in town are drug fronts. I was like, oh, good to know. Uh, but then, like you know, the 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 downside of the story is the grandma. To, oh, oh. So then, the next day, the next day, the boyfriend, the other troublemaker. Him and his friends didn't. Didn't you see him? Like they all they loaded everything up in the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In like two hours, and they like had it loaded up in trucks and just took off. Which actually, we think that they were squatting there, right? By that point, yeah. Because like, and yeah, they didn't have. They have power on. Mm-mm. They had no power. Their air conditioner, like you know, like Sutter, like would at the beginning of the the summer, he would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna send a guy over, and we're gonna get the air conditioner ready." And they'd take the cover off the air conditioner. At the end of the summer, they'd send a guy, and he'd put the cover back on the air conditioner. 
Well, their air conditioner cover stayed on all the time. So they had no air conditioning, no nothing, and no power, and we're living there. Anyway, I think what we found out was is that the grandparents had kicked them out, and they just kept breaking back in and were just squatting there, I, th- I believe. Yeah. And that that situation made them move permanently. Oh, yeah. So the downside of the story is, is about three weeks later, Grandma passed away from uh, uh, the step. result of her injuries. Yeah. So then it was murder at that point. So pretty sad. I mean, you know, I think she was like 91 or 92 years old, something like that. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, it was, it was a, that was like the, the roughest thing. Like, we were like, wow. But, you know. With all the crazy things that those people had done that time, you know, throughout the time we lived there, it, you know, after that, it was just like super quiet. Never had problems. I know. Right. Never. Had until, problems. until there was like some random point, like which I was alluding yeah. to was like we found yeah. a transient. Well, like, it, it, so I so who. I get a phone call at work mm. from Sutter and he's like, um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, apparently there's a there's a homeless man passed out on the front porch. The neighbor called called and, you know, you've got an and, and you've got a, a homeless guy passed out on the porch. And like, I'm like, oh, shit. So I try to call you and like you never answer. Or I try to text <laughs> you. No, no, nothing. So I'm like, I asked my work. I'm like, hey, I have a package that's being delivered. And apparently there's it's in my it's in the yard. And there's a there's a homeless guy passed out on my porch. And I, I work about ooh, 25, 30 minutes from work. Mm-hmm. So I asked if I can take, like, early lunch. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I haul ass home. And I get there. And this dude is, like, when I say passed out, like, he's not laying down on his side or his back or whatever. He's sitting on his ass, uh, sitting up with his head down like this. And his face is covered in blood. Right? Yeah, goddamn, yeah. I walk in the back and like I look in your room and you're just sleeping. <laughs> and I'm just like, what in the <laughs> shit? And I'm like, Billy, the fuck? There's this homeless <laughs> guy just crashed out on the front lawn, on the front porch. So I go out and like Sutter has called the police. Like, I didn't call the police, Sutter called the police. Uh so I'm trying to get this guy up, like, hey, wake up, and he's just wasted. He's like trashed. And um, I'm like, man, hey, man, um, the police are on their way. You might want to leave. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, you got to tell. You got to tell. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, sure. If that'll make you leave. Yes. Because I, a, a, I don't want the police to come and, and, you know, something bad happened. Like, I don't want him to get killed. Right. Basically. So yeah. he, he, he he's I bring him a towel and he's like, you got any water? And I'm like, uh, there's water on the side of the house. And he's like, do you have a hose? I'm like, I don't. He goes, you don't have a hose. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't own the place, man. So he goes over and he's kind of washing himself off. And I'm trying to like, hey, man, you, you got to go. They're coming. And finally, the police, they show up like I don't think they're going to show up. And I, I go to leave to go back to work. And, and they, you know, they show up. And so I stop because I'm like, yeah, holy shit, I, you know, I, I better be here because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And the cops come up and they start talking to him. 
and they ask him if I beat the hell out of him. Like, they think I beat the shit out of him, right? Mm. And the guy, he's, like, incoherent. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, did you fall? And he's, like, yeah, yeah, I fell. And they ask if I, you know, they keep asking him if I beat him up. And I'm, like, no, I didn't, I didn't beat him up, man. I, I, I was at work. I've been at work all morning. And my landlord called to tell me, oh, the other cool thing is, is the neighbor who lived behind me stayed the entire time until I got home to make sure that my package is, you know, because it was my, my, my watch. I have a, a portable um, clothes washing machine in mm-hmm. my new apartment. And he stayed the entire time and watched it. And that was amazing. And so uh, the cops think I beat him up at first, but then they start to realize that I didn't. And then the dude starts to, like, pull one over on the cops. Tries to. And they're like, well, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I came to help my friend. And he, like, looks at me and he starts winking, but he starts winking with both eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, is this your friend? And I was like, I've never seen this person before in my entire life. But, and and I said, and I, uh, you know. You know, because I don't, you know, I don't want to say I'm his friend and then they find like some crazy shit on him, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my friend. And they go, oh, look at this meth that we found. I was at your meth, too. I'm like, no, no. But um, <laughs> so then finally, like, it was actually, I don't know if it was good that I was there or what. But finally, they were just like, OK, well, you're trespassing. And he's like, well, I just need to use this water. And they're like, well, that and the cop goes, well, that's not your water. He's like, that's probably his landlord's water. So you need to stop using it. And they were like, just leave. And don't come back. And they let him leave, and he l- and didn't come back. And that was that was cool, you know. But I mean, yeah. But they thought I beat his ass <laughs> like that, just fucking him up, you know, <laughs> right and left. Like no. Uh, I just remember that. Rosemont House. Rosemont House. And uh, what else happened there? Um, I know there's more than that. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of cool things that happened. I mean, the the cool thing about that house too was like. Uh, we weren't far from anything. We could go to Marble. We could go to Dialogue. We could go to uh, um, downtown. And yeah, it was it was it was a six dollar Uber ride. Yeah, and then uh, you know I remember like randomly people like th- that knew where we lived. We'd be doing a show, and people would just show up and pop in every once in a while. Porch sitting. Porch sitting. The best porch. Yeah, that was the best porch. We'd sit out on that porch and drink whiskey out of a jar. You know, and, and, and never and never think anything of it. Never, you know, and, and you know, had, had a huge kitchen, um, had a lot of fun. We didn't really throw parties or anything. Never. We had people over and we drink and stuff, but we never had parties. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that anybody would have cared. I mean, the crazy people next door wouldn't have gave a shit, you know. <laughs> and then there was like some random like shopping cart hoarding area down the street do you remember that oh yeah over on rosemont's like yeah right behind the uh yeah the workforce building I always, yeah there's like, i always wonder what our neighbors thought of us though yeah we weren't a part of the um the community in a way that's because people would have like yard sales yeah and, like, yeah parties nah. that we were never invited to mm-mm, mm-mm. But, yeah they would have like yeah they'd have barbecues neighborhood barbecues never got invited once yeah. never once um, but you know, we had, we had a good time there, you know, and, um, I don't know. It, yeah. There was many a late night of drinking, you know, 
there. Um, I just remember the story. Like you, your friends, they came to town and they were uh, driving a, a little Winnebago, a little camper, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stay in our camper tonight." And I was like, "Oh, you guys are more than welcome to to park in front of our house." And uh, oh, the like guy, the thing is, I would park my van in front of the house. I think it's yeah, stay they, in the back. They, they could like stay a, in the back, and they were like. Ooh, no offense, but we heard downtown Albuquerque is really dangerous. And I was like, okay, that's fair. I mean, that's fair enough. And then I was like, so where are you going to park your, uh, your your little camper then? And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's one of those things where you can park in front of a Walmart and they don't care. And I'm like, oh, nice. That's cool. What Walmart are you going to park in front of? And they're like, uh, the one on uh, uh, San Mateo and Central. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, is that one a good one? And I go, oh, it's a great one if you want to have your head chopped off. If you want someone to just set fire to the camper while you're in it, it's a great one. I mean, for people who don't live in Albuquerque, that is literally the worst part of town. Yeah, Zuni and San Mateo Walmart <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is the worst Walmart. Oh, man. Like, fine to go during the day and at night. Like, that part of the town, like, it's it's affectionately called the war zone. Um. But yeah, I thought that was the funniest thing. They're like, yeah, we heard that downtown Algar is dangerous, and then I'm like, oh, cool. Then you're gonna park in the war zone. Cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they'll dismantle the the camper uh, around you. They'll just <laughs> you'll wake up and just be on the bed part of it. You know. Uh. Yeah, but uh, that was a good time. I mean, I don't. I, I since I left my parents' house at the age of 18, I never lived anywhere longer than that house. I know. Yeah. Neither have I. That was no. longest stint. Yeah. Like, that was home for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, Sutter, like, he never raised the rent on us. Never once. Um, I don't remember us ever paying the rent late. I think we, we did a really, you know, we were just really good, cohesive, you know. Uh, you know, it was a great situation, you know. If something happened, you know, he took care of it. And we, you know, international district. It's, it's a war zone, man. You go call. You go. You go tell the people that live there at three a.m. that it's the it's the international district. <laughs> you know, uh, that would be well, funny. But I think that I think there are like a million other stories we could tell. Yeah, but those were like the crime highlights. Oh yeah, like they. You know, like if uh, my dad gave me an electric grill one time and we put it out on the porch and we forgot to chain it down, I think it was gone by like a day. I, oh yeah, yeah. We never used, got to use it. We never got to use it. It's gone, <laughs> gone. Um, and I lost probably a dozen packs of cigarettes because I would just leave them out there. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's just gone by the morning, you know. Yeah. And Donate. then I, and I see it gone. I was like, that's fair. Donation. I shouldn't have left, <laughs> I shouldn't have left them there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Donation. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. Um. So who knows? I mean, the, the crazy. Like honestly, what's crazier is all the stories we don't know. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what we like what happened that we have no earthly idea, you know? And uh, like the like the cool thing like to do. I mean, I don't know if who who would have that time, but like the guy who who owned the bathhouse across the street had a camera, a video camera, like just watching those tapes. Like who knows what's was going on in the middle of the night, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I did love that weird. Like we're definitely in the hood, but also there is a bathhouse in yeah. front of our house. Yeah, 
And there was like a multi-million dollar brewery just a block over. Right. Right. Uh, that we'd never, like we would, like when we first moved there, we'd go all the time. And then it like the, the clientele changed. And so we stopped going. Yeah. And we'd just go to Dialogue or wherever else. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It was a crazy fun time. I mean, we had a good time there, you know. They were definitely, like, you know, we, we tell all the crazy stories. But to us, those stories were not crazy at all. Like, yeah. They, you know, they were just like, like, well, you know, that happened. It's Albuquerque. That happened, you know. And it was all things. Like, we would sit on the porch and yeah. you would hear gunshots. And I wouldn't, like, cower, like, you yeah. know. I would just count them. Like, oh, that was six gunshots. And it was, like, yep, sounds, it, it sounds was, about right. I mean, you know, to put it into perspective for people that live in a rural area, you would hear, like, one coyote, and then you'd hear the other coyote retort, you know. In Albuquerque, it's pop, 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 and then ta-ta-ta, you know. One guy's, <laughs> one guy's saying something, the other guy's retorting, you know. But just with yeah. guns, you know, just with guns. It is what it is. But, you know, we weren't far from Old Town. Um... We weren't far from downtown. We were, you know, they called the one area of town the Brewery District, and that's up in the, like, near Candelaria and Stanford and all that. I, yeah. I really feel like more like our area was more of the Brewery District than anything, you know, because we were, we were close to Marble, close to Rio Bravo, close to uh, Dialogue, close to Hollow Spirits, close to Still Spirits, close to uh, Marble, uh, Ponderosa. <laughs> Bow and Arrow. Bow and Arrow. Uh, the the blue grasshopper, Bozy, blue grasshopper. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't have to drink and drive. We didn't have to do that. It was all you could walk or you could, you know. Oh, and the skunks. So there was always skunks, but then like once I saw a coyote in our neighborhood, which is crazy really? to me. Yeah, like he was on Broadway. Yeah, and it was like, how do you see animals like that? In a in a you know urban setting, it's so weird. It's just very odd. But there was yeah, definitely skunks. Like James was always afraid of the skunks. I don't know. Uh, James probably saw more crazy things on the way to our house whenever he would ride the bus than. James actually no, James and Holly, uh, both have been mugged. Not not by our house, were they? No, no Holly, was, Holly was downtown. downtown. Yeah, you know, in my hood now. Yeah, it's your hood now. My hood. My hood. Like like Holly, they've both had guns drawn on them. Yeah. What do you what do you I have to ask you this now that you're in DC cuz Billy's in Washington DC now. What do you miss the most about Albuquerque now that you've been away for how many months is it now? It's I'm going on 8 9 months now. Wow. It's almost 9 months. Yeah. What do you miss the most? Uh, just all of you. I mean, Aww. I, I, I if anything, it's just like my community. Yeah, they don't. I don't miss like necessarily the food or like. Oh, you don't miss the family. food. Um, you know what, Chris? This is a weird thing to say. But the best breakfast burrito I've had is from a small place in uh, Maryland called uh, the Dog House, and they put mayonnaise in their breakfast burritos, and it's delicious. Ugh. No, no. You you would try these breakfast burritos, and you're like, "Oh, this is weird. Oh my god." And the thing is, oh my god, they, they don't spice their breakfast burritos. You know, as far as handhelds in New Mexico, you want that you know the chili, of course. Yeah. 
we like we need some sort of I guess like um, some sort of connection to Mexico, of, like uh, of trying to like make the best chili burrito, green chili burrito you you can make. Here they don't care about that. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put I'm, I'm gonna put like Polish sausage in this burrito, Ugh. and it's delicious. Oh my god, Chris, it's so good. You would try this burrito, it's like oh my god, why? Do you, I never knew a breakfast. They they could do this with a breakfast. You've flown too close to the sun, Billy. So so let me ask you this then. I've got. You've got this mayonnaise Polish sausage burrito. Mm -hmm. I've got any choice of any of the Golden Pride burritos, and you're going to choose that one over that. Uh, Chris, I think that I was. I've had so many golden prides in my life to where like this little burrito that tastes a little bit different just got in my face and it was so delicious. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's happened here. <laughs> I don't think you can live in the Rosemont house anymore. You'd get killed the first week. <laughs> so you don't deserve the Rosemont house anymore. <laughs> they just gun you down like it was South Central. <laughs> yeah. The Chili Connection people. <laughs> no, but I do miss. I do miss Mexico. Yeah. What was your What was your favorite memory in the Rosemont house? I don't know. You say that we didn't have parties, but we would we, we would have some parties sometimes. Yeah, not like Those okay. But not like a hundred people. We'd have like oh, no, no, 10, no. 15 people, maybe. Most. No, it was just it was just one of those like random Thursdays. Yeah. Or like random Friday nights. It's like, hey, what are you doing? It's like I just bought a thirty pack of Tecate. Let's fucking sit on the porch and put the word out on Facebook and like random people would show oh, up. Oh yeah, dude, like I remember whenever the Turkish guy from Anatolia showed up with the fucking weird Turkish liquor and we were just chugging it on the porch. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was porch sitting. Porch sitting, man. It. Pour some whiskey in a jar and sit on the porch, man. See, I don't, that's that's the biggest thing I miss. I don't have any kind of like outdoor area. And you know, this this apartment's awesome cuz it's located downtown, but we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Nothing is going on downtown. Yeah. So there's literally no like I can't go sit down on the porch and get trashed, you know? <laughs> like I used to. And then I remember like one time, those crazy neighbors walked by, and they're all, "Hey, you guys are the ones that do that show, right?" And we're like, "And we're, and we're like, uh, no, no." no. Because we don't <laughs> want to know, let them know that we did a show that we stole our equipment. Yeah, know? right. It's craziness. Like, I don't know. Who knows? You, know, I, I think it was the last year we're living there. Then we see like a old, like like a young. Like a millennial hipster couple walking oh, their yeah. dog down our street. Yeah. Okay. That did happen. So like the last year we were there, apparently like someone rented the house down the street and it was like a young millennial, yeah, millennial hipster couple. And immediately we were like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. You know, like Sutter's gonna raise rent on us next month. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's like gentrification's happening. We're just like, shit. <laughs> You know, and, it, and it's how, funny because people think I'm like a hipster. They think you're a hipster. But then when we actually really see hipsters, we're just like, ah, son of a bitch. Um, Not in our neighborhood. Come on, man. 
pissing me off. Come on, we're done, man. <laughs> well, great. They're gonna be putting in a, uh, a sprouts over here pretty quickly. <laughs> I actually really did want because that's a, a, I guess like three twelve building across from us. Oh yeah. We wanted. I wanted it to be a brewery. Oh yeah. That, okay. So that was the weird thing too. So the weird gym. Let's talk about the weird gym across the street. So this weird gym, like when I say the word gym, like like you think of like fun, defined fitness or yeah, like open balls. like you know at least have regular hours so people can right. go in and out. Yeah. So this building is like two story. It was a two story building, and I mean it was maybe maybe twenty five hundred square feet. Maybe. Yeah. Tiny. And you'd walk up, and they had, like, two treadmills, uh, some free weights. And I don't know what they had upstairs. I never went inside. So then, like, I never really figured out the hours. Like, it'd be a Tuesday morning. No one's there. Nothing's going on. Then it would be a Thursday morning. And cars everywhere. Then they'd have a big tractor tire out in the parking lot. And people would be sprinting from the back fence across the parking lot. And then our fence was the other was the other end. Like they would sprint to our fence and back. Like literally they were running across a street because there was no room to run. (laughs) And I would just sit there like hung over like, what in the fuck, man? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I remember like thinking like man I, i'm gonna go tomorrow to that bathhouse and i probably told myself that a thousand times you know me, me too like, i'm gonna go there, there and i'm gonna go soak i'm gonna soak for like an hour you know? yeah and then i i think what would happen was is i'd wake up the next morning and i'd look outside and there were so many cars so this bathhouse only has one hot tub It's like a big 15-person hot tub. And I would look outside, and I would see that the parking lot was completely full. All the the parking in front of our house was taken. And all I could think about was sitting in a hot tub with 14 other people and just be (laughs) like, ugh. And I'm sure that's not what it was, but that's all I could think about. I don't know. All the COVID inside the hot tub. All the COVID that those people are spreading right now. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> that is, oh wow! I wonder if I, I didn't even think about that. I wonder if it's hitting them pretty hard. So then now I drive by, and I don't know who Sutter has living there. So I drive by now, and like they have like the the ristra up up hanging from the 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 porch. Is now what it's called the chili, like the ristra. Yeah, it's ristra. Yeah, chili ristra. My mom's asking if you went to bed. No, he just laid down. No, I'm on my I'm on my couch. So what do you have in D.C. that reminds you of home other than people talking about crime? You know, it's, it's such a different environment. Like, I really don't think that anything about this place reminds me of home. Even now, like, I can't go out. I mean, I can't go to places and yeah. explore because, like, we're in a yeah. pandemic. It's, yeah. I'm quarantined. So I have this apartment, and I think the closest thing is, like, uh, my partner, Shelby, buys all these art pieces for me Aww. like there's like a the albums up on the wall we have like a old art piece from home from our friend robin frank Aww. stuff like that and the thing is like it's a, just a lot of 
chilling. Yeah. I would I I would definitely do a shipping trade of green chili for that PBR coffee that you guys have there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's illegal to ship alcohol, but you know, whatever. I'm just gonna put like chili stickers all over it. It's like this there is chili. Yeah. Cause I mean I can ship cans of chili, they don't care. I mean, can you guys get hatch green chili in the store? Here's the thing. We can get hatch green chili, but it's cut with tomatillo peppers. What is that? That, sound, is... that sounds weird, but um, so you go to like, places like Giant and Trader Joe's, but it, it, they say it's hatch green chili, but mainly it's tomatillo peppers. Is it in the, and... is it in the ethnic se- section? No, store. it's just like novelty, like chili, like salsa areas. Okay, let me ask you this: Do they have Topo Chico there? I don't know what that. I don't even know what that is. What? Oh, Topo man. Chico. Topo Chico. Topo it's, Chico. It's a mineral water from Mexico, and it's amazing. Topo no. Chico. Wow. Look in the ethnic section. If they have it, get it and drink it. It's my, uh, it's it's my new jam right now. So, Topo Chico. No, it's just I other just, than this Lone Star beer. I really just do mess like my friends and my family. Mm. Nothing, nothing aesthetically or culturally. Yeah. That I'm just like, oh, I need to go back and experience that again. I'm like, not really, you know. It's just I just miss all you guys. Yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Were you sad to move out of the Rosemont house? Uh, you know what? No. Right. <laughs> I, I actually like once I was out of there, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that I lived through that, you know? Right. And not not the house itself. Like the house itself was fine. Living yeah. situation was fine. It's just like now looking back on it, like you you started bringing it up yesterday via text, and I w- and you were like, "Man, do you realize all the crazy shit that happened to us?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "I'm like, you know, I really hadn't thought about it." And we started texting back and forth, and I was like, "Holy shit, no kidding!" And we didn't realize it at the time. Uh, I was like, oh, that's no. just that's just the how life is. That's Albuquerque. That's how life is. <laughs> someone stabs shit. Is someone stabs your grandma right in front of your your house? You know? Oh, Chris, I live in the cushiest part of dc like i live pretty much like i don't know how to explain you're getting soft i live like i live in the northeast heights of um dc you're getting getting soft man you're getting soft you can't even come home stop yeah 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 you get off the plane walk through the tournament terminal Somebody will drive by through the terminal, shoot you up. Bah, 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 bah. You won't even know it's coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's actually I, I don't know how to describe it. Like I live oh. in like a very very mm-hmm. cushy, like just above a Georgetown. Like I want you to ask your uh, your coworkers something. Mm-hmm. Ask them what they think a lowrider is. I will. Okay. There's a reason why. Because when I was in Chicago last August, we were talking about Albuquerque with these people, and they were like, and, and they were asking like what it was like, and I was going through and uh, and uh, I was like, well, you know, Albuquerque's, you know, it, it's a cool city, and I was do, talking about all the culture and the mountains and all that, and then I said lowrider culture, 
And the guy goes, oh, yeah, 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 lowrider, like an El, El Camino. <laughs> I was like, um, well, an El Camino, I guess, could be a lowrider. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And I just wonder, like, if they what they think that is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because you were saying that they were, like, talking about someone's car getting broken into, and they're just like, oh, my God. And you're just like, who cares? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Knowing you, I feel like you were just, like, totally, like, so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely that. Definitely, you know, things I'm always going to be there for my coworkers. Like, oh, that's fucking shitty that it happened to you. You know, yeah. fuck that. But then, I'm, you know, in the <laughs> back of my head, who got shot? Nobody. No one got <laughs> shot. No one got shot. No one got stabbed. Was there stabbing? Who got, who got, but who got stabbed though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're all right. Oh, do you tell them like stories about Albuquerque, and they're just like, never, never. never? Would they freak out? I don't know. Yeah. I don't want that kind of attention. You don't want that kind of attention. I want that kind of. I, I don't. I'm not a cheesemoso. <laughs> so, so, so I'm one not to just bring attention to myself that yeah. way. When you say shit like that, do you say shit like that at work and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> I did actually teach a coworker of mine the word cheese. Cheese. What the cheese may was. Yeah. And they think it's really hilarious. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's the gossip. I have to teach and people here what that is. And they're like, I don't even know what that is. They're like, that's gossip, fool. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, but anyway, Chris, I got to let you go. All right. Yeah, we, yeah we're yeah we at that point. But, uh, yeah, that, this has been fun. Um, you know, thank you, Sutter, for letting us live there. Thank you for never, like, raising the rent on us. Um, this, okay, this, this, this podcast is definitely dedicated to Sutter. Mm-hmm. He was the best, like, best landlord I ever had. Best landlord. The thing is, like, how we like write checks. Yeah. Every like for the first four years. Oh yeah. Just, like, try to find him. It's like, where's the checks, fellas? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then, like, like for the first two years, we paid in cash, and we were like, I would pay a check, and you would pay half in cash. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. What, are you, what are you guys even doing? Yeah. Totally crazy. <laughs> totally crazy. Um, but, we, but we love you, Sutter. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for letting us live there and uh, leaving us alone. And then when we needed help, helping us. That was great. So, yeah. So, Billy, I'm going to let you go. Um, thank you guys for all watching. That was, you know, kind of a stroll down memory lane of the Rosemont House. And, and the bulk of the Tendrick Minimum uh, Library was all recorded in the front living room area. Yeah. Yeah. It was all in that house. Yeah. Yeah. We interviewed a lot of people in that house. Jim Phillips, um, you know, the owners of uh, Tractor, um, Brewer from Santa Fe. I mean, you know. A lot crazy. of people went to the house. Yeah. A lot of cool times. But, uh, yeah. All right, Billy. Have a good one. All right. Hey, you too. Everybody have a good one. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Later.